guys, what's up? It's Candace K. I'm back in New York at home in Brooklyn for my amazing trip to Italia and Sardinia, and I had the best time. Um, I find myself always putting my work out there into the world and having the world give a little bit back to me as well. So thank you to all of my Italian friends, especially um, Julia and uh, Mariana and Pepe and my friend Nikki who met me out there from Austin. She's one of my best friends. We had like the best time. It was amazing. I got stung by a jellyfish. <laughs> it was like the highlight. Um, but I did want to prep out podcast number five for you because I'm starting to realize in my heart that this self-funded podcast has been the greatest contribution I've ever given to you. Even though I've written plenty of books and I write for all the mags and I've hosted you know, TV shows and, and work in media, this has been amazing because you're writing to me every day, you're writing to me in my comments and my DMs. Um, on Insta and email, and I'm I'm like so in love with all of you and how real that you all are. And there are there's like 99.9 percent love, and there's always that one percent of stupid haters um, who could suck a dick. So I'm just really grateful and um, really truly. Feeling um, lots of Drake and G-Eazy and saying fuck fake friends um, as of late and also like really trying to find my way by sharing with you all of my mistakes and my pain and my losses. And so before we start podcast number five, which I'm really proud of, which is about the art of not conforming to what society wants you to do and sort of little tips on how to move forward on working independently and running your own small business. I wanted to read to you a quote that I thought was really amazing from Gary Vee. And it's something that I read recently and it really stuck with me. And I take a lot of notes, but this one really stuck out. It says, hard to beat someone who's more talented than you and wants it more than you and is willing to eat dirt. Now what that says in translation is, it's really hard. (laughs) It's how do I say this? I just want to wear a t-shirt and walk around in it that says that must be hard for you. Because for some of us, and I know if you're a true artist out there, that could be, you could be a writer, you could be a musician, you could be a graphic artist, you could be an author, you could be another podcaster, whatever it may be. Um, maybe you're just really incredible at photography or videography or editing. And what it means is that it's a natural form of artistry for you to showcase your talent without even trying. Like you don't even want anything out of it. You just want to create beautiful things, even if no one cares, as Saul Bass once said. And I fucking feel you. Because from the depths of my soul, I've watched my grandfather and my aunt and my mother also um, 
they're all different artists. My grandfather was an impressionist painter. My aunt Kyoko Kumai has a permanent collection at the MoMA and all over the globe for her tapestry work. And my mother was actually an impressionist painter as well and now is a Japanese language and cultural teacher. And so we, what we learn is like, this is just part of who we are and it's how we're wired. And so when I say the whole like, that must be hard for you thing, it's so true because I've had more fake friends try to approach me and like want to latch on to me and I've noticed it. And it's, it's like at some point then I see these weird streaks of like jealousy and envy and I'm like, yo dude, you have no idea how I've been drugged through the mud for my entire career. Like this wasn't a social media play for me. Like I've been doing this for a while. And what I think this podcast, what I think is the most important part of this podcast today on number five is, is that we realize the art of not conforming means you stay true to who you are and you share your artistry with the world and you do it humbly and you do it gracefully. You do it for no other reason not for show and tell, not for social media, not for likes, not for hearts, whatever. (laughs) Do it for you. Do it to share your love of artistry with the world, whatever that may be. I fucking believe in you. So um, I'm back and things were not perfect. It took me a little while to adjust and Of course, I have my ups and downs, and I'm so happy to have shared um, last episode with you, and I'm just excited for you to listen to episode five. Um, Remember, again, the quote from Gary V that made me really think this week, and also the quote from Saul Bass. Those are two amazing men, in my opinion, that have really made great contributions. So Gary V says, hard to beat someone who's more talented than you, wants it more than you, and is willing to eat dirt. And I just think of all the heavy hitter friends I'm friends with who are killing it right now. And I think about how awesome you are, particularly that's standing out to me right now is my friends, Robin Arizon and Rebecca Kennedy, who are both at Peloton and my friend, Adrian Mishler, who practices yoga with Adidas and Wanderlust. I love you girls. You inspire me because you're the real deal and keep crushing it. And, um, I love my almost 30 pod girls, Lindsay and Krista, and also my skinny confidential girlfriend, Lauren, you guys are the best. Um, all of you, keep me going and feeling really, really good. And to my best friend, Steph, you are the bestie. Um, I hope you guys all enjoy episode five, keep crushing it, stay on top of it and take some notes today, even if they're just in your heart and in your mind. I love you and have an amazing week. Thanks for all the love. You are amazing. Ciao. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the art of not conforming. As a female in the food industry, I was discriminated against in many different ways. Um, I originally was in fashion and modeling, and I only did that to pay bills. It was a very lucrative industry. I also really want people to work hard and earn every dollar with pride and integrity. And not everybody does that. 
But I also want to make sure that you guys know that I used to wait tables in college. I started at the bottom. I paid for culinary school on my own. And I worked on the line making like 10 bucks an hour or less. I interned for seasons, like not um, a week. And I did not get paid when I interned. This is the art of not conforming. So when we talk about the art of wabi-sabi, we talk about life's imperfections. And in Japanese culture, imperfections are seen as a form of beauty in its own way. In fact, the Japanese understand that perfection is fleeting. It does not exist. And in order for us to move forward, we must learn to accept and let go. Not everything is going to be perfect. My God, if I told you the stories of how I got to where I am right now in this moment on my own couch at this place where I've worked super hard to get, it was not perfect. It was far, far from it, and it will continue to be imperfect. It's more about the acceptance that I have cultivated and practiced over the years. I am still perfectly imperfect. So first and foremost on my list of not conforming is that execution really trumps all talk. So if you are an executor and a killer and you know how to totally talk the talk and walk the walk, then absolutely do something with your life. Do something with your career. Don't just do a lot of this. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that the motion I'm doing, that's a lot of talk. Anyone can talk, but execution will always trump all talk. Number two, you're going to have to ignore the haters when you conform and do something different on your own. They're all out there. Some of them used to work for me. Some of them used to be my co-hosts. Some of them are mysterious. But you will have to learn to accept that they come with the (laughs) the territory. (laughs) Whether you want them or not isn't really going to be up to you. So you're going to have to just get used to them. Number three on the list of not conforming is integrity and grit. I am a huge fan of people that work with those two things and I'm so attracted to them. I'm not sure how this came about, but I'm pretty sure it might have had an idea that I got from my dad because he is a man of integrity and grit and his word. My parents work with honor and love and respect for one another and for others. And children learn by what they watch their parents do, not by what they say. So I owe my dad a debt of gratitude for showing me that integrity was always and still is the way. If you want to set yourself apart from others, work with integrity and know that success is not instant. It won't happen overnight. It'll happen over about 12 to 15 years of hard work, but you'll start to see that you'll be recognized and acknowledged. And when that happens, See it as a stepping stone to the next level. Integrity and grit. Skills. All right, let's talk about skills, yo. This is like my favorite thing to talk about because education has always been key in my line of work. And I came from TV and production and then moved into publishing and magazines. And then I moved into content creation And that meant shooting my own video production and learning how to write, direct, produce, edit, and create 
all different formats of content, which kind of leads us to where we are now with this podcast. I decided one day that I would show people and not tell them that I was moving my career forward into the next level of media. And the only way I knew how to do that was to just start. If you are stuck and you don't want to conform and you want to work in PJs every day and just chill, you absolutely should take the time to learn your crafts and do them well. I went to culinary school. I cooked at a couple restaurants. I got my ass kicked by chefs. I cried in the dumpsters. I cried in the walk-ins. I had to travel the globe getting pinned and cut and sewed into and all that stuff in fashion. I wrote for every magazine and most of them I still write for, for free. People don't even know that. I'm on the mastheads and I'm also on the councils and the advisory boards now. But I once started as an intern a free content creator, writer, assistant. I've been somebody's assistant many times. I worked for um, a chef who cooked for two big celebrities that are incredible A-listers. And I, I learned well from her. And I worked with respect and integrity. And I gained skills from each chef that I worked under, each editor that, that I worked under, and each publisher that I worked under, all the executive producers that I worked under and producers, even when they were painful and mean to me, I still learned from them. Sometimes learning isn't perfect. It's more about enduring and tolerating and learning from the overall arching goal of how to be better at everything. If you don't want to conform, my friend, the easiest thing to possess is a bag full of skills. If you know how to do many things, which in production, we're, we're learning all about how to execute a better pod. And we've been talking about this lately. Surround yourself with people who are really smart and good and also that are really easy and a pleasure to work with. Work doesn't have to be crazy. It can also be really fun. Number five on my list of not conforming, and you can find this on my website at candiskumai.com also. So number five is humility and grace. My mother taught me how to be respectful to others. And again, she didn't really tell me. She just showed me. In Japanese culture, you certainly bow to others as a form of respect. You respect your elders. You respect your teachers. You respect your boss. You respect your parents. That is how it goes. Now, I wasn't a perfect kid growing up Japanese-American. I had lots of fights with my parents growing up. And I didn't learn until I got older that the Japanese traditions I wasn't following were shameful and disgraceful. And now I've learned and I'm trying to be a better daughter and a better sister and a better granddaughter and niece where and when I can. I'm not perfect, but I can still do the work where it matters. Humility and grace are two things that are free that we can all give to others. And if you want to be successful, the most successful people I like to be around are so humbled that you wouldn't even know that they were successful. They're just like normal people and they're chill as fuck. All right. 
So remember to respect yourself and respect everyone. And grace always matters. And sometimes I like to say, and this drives people crazy. I still respect people that don't necessarily have respect for me or treat me shitty. And I know exactly who they are. And they may be such awful people. They don't even realize that they've been shitty to me. But I take a lot of notes. Be mindful of who you surround yourself with. Educate yourself. Ignore the haters. They're always going to be there. Just be chill about it. Don't let them ruffle your feathers. Work with integrity and grit. Those who put forth their best work with humility and grace and grit shall thrive. It will take time. Rest assured, keep at it. Learn how to use a camera. Learn how to use WordPress. Start your own newsletter. Just latch on to your own website. Get your own pod going. Do something legit, gangster, original. Execution trumps all talk. Say it again. You can do all the talking you want about everything you've ever wanted to do. Sometimes people surprise me and when I meet them, I find out that they actually hire a whole team of people to do everything for them. I want you to know I still scrub the floors on set. I still take out the trash. I still wipe down all the counters. I still do all the grocery shopping for everyone. And I make a lot of cookies and smoothies. And I still write and always have written all my own books on my own. I write all my own recipes. I do all my editing. I do all my writing for my website, my newsletter, and all my social media. Still write lots of books. And I still have time to be honest and graceful. Check out some of my recent work. You guys can see my newest book, Kintsugi Wellness. It's been picked up in nine countries around the globe already. I'll tell you about that in another pod. And I'm also really excited to announce that we will be doing lots of giveaways during the beginning of the pod launch. So don't forget to uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Also, you can check out my website at candiskumai.com and look up The Art of Not Conforming if you want to see this piece written out. And again, I like highly encourage all of you to pick up a camera and learn how to use it. If you don't know how, you can always work with somebody who inspires you and they can teach you many things. Ask questions. I love that. As somebody who used to be a culinary student who's now a culinary teacher at places like Natural Gourmet Institute, I am so into showing young girls little tricks in the kitchen. It's always been a favorite thing of mine. Be somebody that everyone loves to be around. The sweeter the honey, the more the bees. Don't forget to also check me out on Instagram at Candice Kumai. C-A-N-D-I-C-E-K-U-M as in Mary A-I. And speaking of, I'll answer a juicy question right now. Okay, lots of good juicy questions that didn't pertain to where my glasses were from, which was C-I wear, by the way. So sexy C-I wear. And I love reading these real time because like I'm a very real deal person. I'm not into fake shit and I don't like fake people. And so... I really like love reading about this stuff. Wow, lots of good juicy questions today. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> so cute. Hi, Candace. I made your acai banana protein smoothie from, from your first cookbook over the weekend and I loved it. 
my god i've written so many cookbooks now i'm like which one <laughs> i think she might mean my cookbook um clean green drinks was really popular i'll have to show you guys the cover one day soon um she said what are your favorite anti-inflammatory ingredients and recipes i'd love to see a post or something like that p.s your skin looks amazing here we go thank you i love it okay also i have to impersonate my mom here whenever we talk about good skin i swear to you whenever i go back to san diego and i look at my mom i i want to like run up to her and squeeze her cheeks they're so juicy she has so much collagen in her face. It's amazing. So here's here's what we know is that berries and if you guys watch these YouTube videos, this mic hits me in the chin all the time. This is such a great microphone that you don't really like hear all the, the darkness. Oh my God, I'm such a geek. Okay, so collagen, your body naturally produces it and it really can get a boost in production when you're eating a lot of foods full of antioxidants like berries and dark leafy greens. So my mom and dad eat a ton of blueberries and they eat a ton of greens. And I've introduced them to kale, which my mom now says, you know, I really enjoy the kale cooked now. I find out I like a bit of cooked down, not as tough. And it's so cute. They also buy organic frozen blueberries at Costco. So my mom will say, you know, your father and I really enjoy the blueberries. Uh, they have a big organic ones, Costco, with the Greek yogurt. <laughs> and sometimes they do a touch of honey and it's so cute. But yeah, we like Costco because it has a good value and a good product too. So there's a shout out for you, Costco. <laughs> Oh my God. And if you're asking about my favorite anti-inflammatory recipes, this is K123 underscore T-I-U-2. Um, I love making big salads. And when I visit my girlfriends in NorCal, we have this thing called salad time or smoothie time. So we make dressing together, olive oil, sea salt, lemon, or apple cider vinegar, and add turmeric or curry powder to it, and then toss it up. The anti-inflammatory benefits in the turmeric or the curry powder are so powerful. I also love eating anti-inflammatory foods like mixed greens, berries. As a snack, it could be peaches or strawberries. And I'm also a fan of adding anti-inflammatory ingredients to my smoothies. So some of my natural smoothie boosters, like anti-inflammatory ingredients, you can also add a handful of spinach to every smoothie and you will never taste it. Um, I also put apple cider vinegar secretly in some of my recipes because it'll help to break down the food and help aid in digestion, boost your immunity, and may help to balance your pH levels as well. So while we're on the topic, let me know what you want me to talk about more. We were discussing this because I am a professionally trained chef from school and, and on the line. And I wrote for every magazine under the sun, as you guys know, for 10 years. I want to know what you want to really know about me. Like juicy shit. Is it more about food and smoothies? Is it my time on the line with the boys? Is it how I was treated on Top Chef or Iron Chef or... I just, I want to know everything. So please make sure that you DM me and write in my comments on Instagram um, what you want to see more of. Don't forget to rate us five stars when you go to iTunes. iTunes equals subscribe to Wabi Sabi. Give us five stars and tell us how juicy 
this podcast is. Five stars wins all juiciness. Also wanted to say thank you to everybody who is part of this pod. We have been having an incredible time and you listening means the world to all of us. Again, this is a self-funded pod. I have never really done a project that wasn't self-funded. So uh, yeah, welcome to my world. It's called being poor and working with creative hands (laughs) and hearts. All right. Love you guys. And um, I hope that you have an incredible week and month and year and you take good care of yourself and be good to one another. And remember, if you really want to not conform to what society thinks is normal, you're going to have to work hard and pick up those tools. Always work with humility and grit and grace. And when I say poor, I don't mean poor, but I mean like everything that I make, I reinvest into my business. And I like being creative. And when I was a little kid, my sister and I played being poor. I don't know why. Okay, that's a true story. Love you. Bye. We really did that. <laughs> did you guys do that? My sister and I asked people later on in life, we're like, did you ever like play poor? We played poor. Is that terrible that I said that on the pod? Okay. It's fucking hilarious. We, we like take the stools. We build like shacks out of them. Dude, um, I totally sometimes listen to these pods and crack up at the stuff that I say. Um, yeah, my sister and I used to play poor when we were little. <laughs> That's for real. I did want to do a closeout um, wrap up sesh for you guys. Cause this is such an important topic. Um, it does take a really strong woman to become successful at her own craft. And I really want to mention that I think humility and grace are both free and anyone can learn to be graceful and humble. It's just going to take a little bit of time. The older I've gotten, um, the more humble I've become because of all the experiences with the low times, the down times, the times where I could barely make rent and I couch surfed when I first moved to um, New York City, the times that I lived out of a suitcase in New York City. And I still made everybody believe that I was successful. I had a music teacher once back in the day um, at Showstoppers, which is a singing and dance group. It was boys and girls um, in junior high. And my friends Dana and Brandon Chiller and um, Abby and Amy and Megan, everybody was a part of it. And Mrs. Hall was our instructor. And she used to say this term that I'll never, ever forget. She used to say, fake it till you make it. So thank you, Mrs. Hall, because it's so true. You got to keep your head up. But I also want you to remember to stay very real in the process of conforming into your artistry. And that means um, I have these conversations with my team about how obnoxious it is that people buy fake followers and they buy likes and they buy views and it, what it is, is it just cheapens the entire process. And we believe and wish it, it wasn't even allowed or it wasn't even a thing. And there's really nothing you can do about it except um, kill them with talent. You know, I've never bought a follower or a like in my entire career. And I'm very proud to say that. 
And what my friend Sarah says is, Candace, remember that these people that do that are so unconfident in their own work that they'd be willing to pay for likes and followers out of desperation. And I can't do that because I don't have a bone in my body that wants to fool anyone. I have too much integrity and grace. Um, And again, skills are key. Get out there and buy a camera, get a used one. Get out there and take lessons for graphic arts. Um, You can also go out and learn how to start your own podcast website or newsletter. I still highly recommend all of those resources if you want to really learn to make shit happen on your own. Ignore the haters. They're going to be there forever. You can basically become successful because they hate that and you can stay happy and know, you know, that it's not always going to be perfect, wabi-sabi, but they hate it when you're happy and you're successful. So just keep going. And then again, execution uh, trumps all talk. So when you execute like a killer, and I know you can, that means getting the book done, putting the proposal in, getting your team behind you, getting the investors you needed. Maybe it's just even getting the business loan that you always wanted or paying your bills on your own the way that I did. Um, I took little small jobs teaching cooking classes all over New York City. And I used that money plus very little money I got writing to pay off my bills. But you can do it. You can save also, you know, like I think it's kind of fun because when you go broke, you are forced to get very creative. I couldn't afford to pay photographers to shoot my cookbooks anymore. So I learned how to shoot a camera and that was my, um, my big, my biggest fear, I think, was shooting Kintsugi Wellness and not having good enough images. But we did it, and we did it well. And it took a support system of camera assistants, and my friend Michelle Halpern came and did prop styling help with me, and my team helped, you know, to put together all the recipes and to lay out all the lay flats. And we picked out every napkin, cup, chopstick, um, you name it. A lot of them were my grandmother's from Japan, but we made that book special. So that's working with integrity and doing your own original shit. Don't copy other people. Go within your heart and your head and your mind and your spirit and find what your contribution is to the world. Um, I love you guys so much. I can't even express the gratitude I have for you listening to me. And I feel blessed that I even have one listener listening to these pods. So thank you. I will get teary right now if I go into the whole how grateful I am thing. But my fucking God, you guys are amazing. Only in my wildest dreams would I ever think that I would end up in New York City as the golden girl of wellness. Thank you. I'm really grateful. My hands and my heart. Have a great week, you guys. Go fucking crush it. And don't let anyone get in your way. Remember, make it look like you've got it together. (laughs) But (laughs) wabi-sabi. Ciao. Love you lots.